right, and welcome back to the Ancestral Elements podcast, episode three. This episode, we're going to be talking about the element of air. continue working our way through the elements. As always, we're going to start out by taking an ancestral look at how people in the past viewed the element of air. I think that this is an element that gets taken for granted quite a lot. We don't really stay very conscious on our breath and how we breathe throughout the day. And I think in the past, we had to stay way more cognizant about how we used our breath and the air around us in general. I mean, if you think about everything you have to do just to build a fire, right? Think about how much breath it would take to ignite a little ember that's glowing in some tinder that you've gathered, right? We don't really do that anymore. All we have to do is to get light. All we have to do is walk into a room and turn on a light switch. Um, You know, I think maybe the only time we're super conscious about our breath is maybe when we're winded from exercise, you know, and then I think as we just go about our day, there's so many distractions to take us kind of out of our body, out of the breath that uh, it's easy to forget about it. It's easy to forget about breathing. So when looking at air from an ancestral point of view, really we're talking about wind. Wind provides an enormous amount of information. It basically is going to set kind of the tone for how things are going to move throughout the day. And what I mean by that is not only weather patterns, but also animal movement. You pay attention to the wind because you need to know what the weather's going to do hour to hour. And our ancestors were masters at kind of tracking weather patterns based on what the wind was doing, the direction of the wind, what the birds were doing, what the animal movement was like. They were able to kind of track and piece together various amounts of information all around them all the time. That's the thing about nature. It literally gives you all the information you're ever going to need to survive. It's just that we've become so separate from nature that we've lost the ability to read all those signs. Our ancestors were like top-level detectives. They were able to take little tiny bits of information and make a story out of it, a very accurate story. And wind played a huge part in that. They used wind for ballistics, so making arrows, right? Making weapons. You need to have a knowledge of trajectories and geometry and how things were going to fly through the air. All of that takes a lot of skill to make by hand. These weren't people that didn't pay attention and were just living in caves, uh, you know, doing cave drawings. These were intelligent human beings. They were literally no different on a genetic level from me or you. So this was an element that our ancestors we're almost forced to pay attention to. When you're outside 365 days a year, you're going to have to really, really hone your skills. And that means picking up on the subtle details that nature's providing you. 
You need to pay attention to the direction of the wind, to what the birds are doing. All this is extremely important for survivability and longevity in a natural environment. So let's shift to how the element of air is used in the human body. It's a lot more complicated than just breathing in oxygen and breathing out carbon dioxide. I mean, at the most basic level, that's the exchange that happens, this kind of one-to-one -one ratio. But it gets super interesting when you look at the ability for people to train their body to be sustained without oxygen. So, for example, free diving in the sport of free diving, those are some of the longest breath holds that have ever been accomplished by humans. The longest breath hold underwater without any type of supplemental oxygen beforehand is 11 minutes and 35 seconds, meaning that they've this person has trained their body to be able to sustain an environment of carbon dioxide for a long period of time. I mean, the average person's breath hold is maybe two minutes if they're super relaxed. Um, so what I'm saying is it's interesting that oxygen doesn't have to be the primary thing for survivability and that you can increase the carbon dioxide load in your body if you practice. And it's not just the body's ability to take and hold more car carbon dioxide. It gets more efficient at transporting the oxygen throughout your body. So let's take a look at what an oxygen molecule does. Okay, so you take a deep breath. As soon as you breathe in, that oxygen is heading down the windpipe or the trachea. It then travels into the bronchial tubes where it diffuses into the lung sacs. And then from there, it goes into the capillary bed and into the bloodstream. And in order to be transported in the bloodstream, it needs to hitch a ride on what's called hemoglobin. And that's an important thing to remember because it's not like you just have oxygen molecules mixing around in your blood, kind of free-flowing. It has to be attached to a hemoglobin. So for now, just remember that oxygen needs to be attached to hemoglobin. We'll get into why a little bit later in this episode. I want to pivot a little bit and talk about the quality of air you're breathing in in a natural environment. So, I mean, it's not like you're breathing in just pure oxygen when you're outside. You're getting elements of nitrogen, oxygen, and a little bit of argon. And all of that is important because we tend to focus on oxygen as the main element, but there's a lot in air. Also, if you think about the essential oils that are be being given off by trees, and you're taking all those in. In Japan, there's what's called forest bathing. Um, they encourage people to get out in the middle of forests because they've recognized that it can help clear the mind and enhance the body's immune function and respiratory function and a whole long list of other functions that we don't really need to get into. So it has an effect on the physiology of the body is what I'm getting at. And it's important to remember that it's not just the oxygen component. It's everything else within that. When we're talking about the air element in regards to traditional Chinese medicine, it's always referred to as wind. Wind in traditional Chinese medicine is the element that tends to link all the, all the other elements together. It enhances fire. 
it drives water, it modifies wood. And if you think about it, it's the same way in nature. The power of wind as an element is an extremely powerful resource. It's viewed in traditional Chinese medicine to be the backbone of all disease. It tends to kind of stir an unbalance in the body in traditional Chinese theory. A hot wind, for example, will cause fever and inflammation. A cold wind will give you a kind of a chill and it will give you an aversion to the cold. Dry wind um, will tend to cause kind of phlegm or a mucus response. Damp wind is similar to the common cold and the symptoms you get from the common cold. Wind can be harsh. Think about tornadoes or hurricanes, how wind moves that water element in the form of hurricanes. Remember, in traditional Chinese medicine, they take these aspects, these forces in the environment, and they equate them to the body. So just like the analogy I gave in the beginning about your breath igniting a spark or an ember that's glowing in a bundle of tinder, in traditional Chinese medicine, wind increases fire. And we've all seen this and done this when we've blown on a fire to get things to ignite. You increase the oxygen and wood combusts. The way that they use this in the body is that it increases that fire element we've talked about in episode one through oxygenation of the blood and then through that transportation of hemoglobin through the body. It brings circulation through the body. So when you breathe, they equate it to getting a wind in the body. You're moving oxygen through the body, like the wind moves the oxygen through the air and the atmosphere. This is what would be considered a yang-driven element. So it's that yin and yang. Yang is would be considered a hot or it tends to invade the body. The other thing about this air element, when combined with water in the form of rain, it's going to create ozone. So that O3 molecule. That's why after a rain, the atmosphere smells so fresh. Things feel clean. Again, it's that water mixing with the air creates that kind of cleansing environment. I want to get back to this topic about hemoglobin and how oxygen is transported through hemoglobin in the blood. So when you look at a chicken and you see white versus dark meat, that dark meat, that's just oxygenated meat. So it has hemoglobin and then what's called myoglobin in it. That's the only difference between dark and white meat. So if you're super picky and only like white meat, uh, get over yourself maybe because um, you're not really getting any added benefit or different nutrient profile. And what this heme group really is, it's essentially iron. We're going to talk more about metals and minerals in the body in a forthcoming episode, but I want to get into it a little bit here so you kind of understand um, how this iron element relates to wind and air 
and oxygenation in the blood. So this iron element is called heme iron. So hemoglobin, heme iron. 95% of the iron in the body is in the heme form, which is coincidentally the animal form of iron. So when people talk about spinach having a lot of iron or just as much iron as meat, you'll often hear that comparison is technically true, but it lacks the bioavailability to get into the cells of the body. You actually end up only taking in a very, very small percentage of that iron, that non-heme iron from plants. This heme group is made in the body. It's made by the bone marrow and by your liver. And so if you don't have enough of these heme groups, it means that you aren't going to have sufficient amount of hemoglobin to transport the oxygen through the body when you take in a breath. That's why when you're anemic and you have low iron deposits, you have low oxygen deposits in the body. The oxygen can't shuttle its way through the bloodstream because you don't have enough heme and heme iron to transport the oxygen molecules, which inevitably leads to poor muscle and blood health and reduces the amount of blood flow to the heart, which kind of takes us back to that traditional Chinese element of fire and it being linked to the heart. Air is very, very linked to the circulatory system and to the heart. So I'm kind of wrapping all this up. I just want to give you guys three kind of practical tips to incorporate this air element as a nutrient in your body. So the first one is just get some fresh air. Get out into the woods whenever you can and just breathe in some good, clean, fresh air. You'll get essential oils. You'll get oxygenation from the trees. Extremely easy to do, but easy enough not to do. You can increase your lung capacity through exercise and breath holds. It's important to keep those lungs strong. And I would um, bring a lot of plants into the house because they're not only going to purify the air and help keep the air clean in your house by scrubbing out that CO2, but they're going to release oxygen. So the more plants you can bring in the house, the better. This time of year is great. A lot of people have live Christmas trees in the house. That's fantastic. Think about the smell that your Christmas tree is dumping out into your house every single day. All of that is fantastic for your body. It cleans the air. This is a great time of year to do it. That's why that tradition got started. There's a reason it was done in the wintertime. Christmas trees, it was a tradition that was done to purify the air when you were burning a lot of wood for in your fireplace. So there's your three tips. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ancestral Elements Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave me a rating and review. This will help people find the podcast so we can grow the audience. Thank you so much for listening.